If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 32 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Player 2 is... Uh, what's your name today? Uh, I think Hate Zero. We're going to go with Hate Zero. Okay, Eric. And <laughs> Player 3... <laughs> player 3, Captain <laughs> Logan. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. It is so good to be here. I'm really happy. Awesome. Well, hey, before we get started, if you guys would like to get yourself a free audiobook from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash NPC, and there you can get Console Wars. Guys, it's 20 hours worth of audiobook, and I'm th- I got three hours left. I have been absolutely loving it. Highly, highly recommend it. The crazy thing is I've been tweeting at the author periodically and then all of a sudden like the cast of the book started tweeting at me and stuff. So it uh it's it's been a it's been a wild ride. So uh that's Console Wars. Check it out. They are making a movie, I guess. So um so audibletrial.com slash NPC. Whew. Okay. Josh, when you guys are when you're done with that, you you know, I'm starting up a new book, and I'm going to make this recommendation before I even dive that much into it. Masters of Doom is being narrated by Will Wheaton, and it's the story of the two guys that created like an empire of FPS. And uh, I'm like 30 minutes into it. It's awesome to hear about these guys uh, just kind of grow up and start working on their empire of Doom and Quake. Oh, interesting. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, sweet. Um, let's dive into this thing. We've got we've got a lot of stuff to cover. We're late, a half hour late, because my computer just sucks. So sorry, guys. There is a PC on its way that will hopefully uh, hopefully work better than what I'm dealing with right now. So forgive me. Can't, but can't work any worse. So. Right. 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 So we do this live. Twitch.tv/n64josh supposed to be 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's almost nine. I'm really sorry. Do please forgive me. Um, we're giving away a copy of Sonic Mania a little bit later on in the show, and so that's for anybody that's here live with us. So hang out till the end, and uh, you know you could you have a chance to win uh, Sonic Mania, which is awesome. We're gonna get into it, uh, but before so we good. do, guys, player three is Captain Logan. Welcome, dude. You you Thank hang you. out in the streams. I got to hang out with you down. Uh, we did like that NPC meetup down in uh, uh, Anaheim. We got to to eat some food and and hang for a while, and it was it was it was awesome. But we want to uh, 
we want to know a little bit about you. So give us give us the the, the quick Nintendo history, and uh, you know, give us a few highlights, some of your favorite games along the way, the sixty four, the uh, Super Nintendo NES, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, just 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 give it to us. So. I it's funny because like I I look at my life and I I know I've I'm 35 now and it's it's been a nice life but I I guarantee you the biggest memories I have in my life are literally moments that involve Nintendo and it's it's really funny to to um just kind of see what's going on with that so my first biggest memory seriously has to be when I was seven years old because I was in a um, Texas uh, for my birthday. And I was staying with my aunt and my family and stuff. Biggest box I got, I opened it up. Boom. There's the the original NES in all of its glory with a zapper and Super Mario and Duck Hunt. Had no clue what it was. I didn't even get a chance to hook it up until I got home. But as soon as I got it home and I hooked it up, it was amazing. It was probably one of those amazing things I'd ever seen. Um, and I spent all my time playing Nintendo games. And I used to, like, I, I could not wait until we got to like video rental stores to check out new games. So the next one was definitely uh, like 1994. Um, I got my next biggest birthday gift, which was a Super Nintendo that had uh, a link to the past. And I got that started out with link to the past. Couldn't get I couldn't get my sword in a link to the past. And that was really depressing because that's like the (laughs) first thing you do. You go into the castle and you get your sword and I couldn't figure that out. And I'm, and I'm like, I hate this game. It's dumb. I don't know what to do. So I put it away, and then I waited till I got Super Mario Brothers, and then I played that, and that was amazing. And then I, I probably like three years later, after like other games had come out, like you know Star Fox and Mario Kart, all these great games came out, and I'm like, I think I'll give Zelda another shot. You know, I haven't really give it a chance. It's just been sitting there for years. And then I got hooked, and that was the end of it. So then, leading up after that. Uh, the N64 came out and I was like, man, I don't need 2D graphics anymore. Who does 2D? We're going to be jumping into 3D now. So I sold my NES, all my games, my Zapper. I sold my Super Nintendo, all those games and the controllers. And just, I was like, all right, that's a good garage sale. Time to go get an N64. So you I just gotta... killed Josh inside a little bit. <laughs> it was Looking back, it was probably the dumbest thing I could have ever done. And um, and it was the original Zapper 2, not the orange one. The orange one does not does not exist in my mind. That is, that is, yeah. So I sold everything to get a Super Nintendo, or an N64. And the N64 was absolutely amazing. I, I spent so much of my life uh, playing Super Mario Brothers 64 and beating it over and over and over again. And then uh, I was, I was like, hooked on zelda and i couldn't let go so when nintendo power kept coming out with those like it had the binder that was like the art of link i kept saving like each individual uh issue and i would lay out on my family room floor while my mom was sitting there like working on laundry and watching her her tv shows and i would just have like every single page that had a little bit of information of zelda or karina of time for months just all sprawled out on the floor and my mom would sit there and she'd be like what are you doing i'm like i'm memorizing the maps i gotta know when this game comes out where i go exactly (laughs) and it was the and yeah so it was pretty pretty bad but uh 
So I love that. And I, I was looking forward to it. And then I got to um, college and I was like, you know, out in Tempe, Arizona, having a good time with some friends. And they had this big light show going on at one of the different uh, warehouses. And I was like, well, what the hell is that? So one of my buddies was like, well, we'll go check it out. And we went and checked it out. And it's the Nintendo GameCube like party reveal event in Arizona. And we're like, hey, can we come in? They're like, yeah, sure. Come on in. Come play some games. And I'm like, I like games. Yeah, let's play some games. Sorry. Are they drag racing outside your house right now? That Fast was, and the Furious? No, that was actually Toad driving by. Oh. He was in eighth place. He just got Mario Karted real hard. Oh, okay. He's trying to he's trying to go catch up. I didn't hear him um, scream, I'm the best, so I was confused. <laughs> so um uh so yeah, I went to the to the GameCube uh party and that was a blast. I, I spent three hours, you know, playing Luigi's Mansion and uh, Star Wars and just oh man it was so much fun and then like a week later I went to the Microsoft one and played Halo and that was awesome too and then I quit and I found PC games and then PC games took over my life and there's a little thing I don't know if you guys heard about this but it was called World of Warcraft what is that small game yeah. uh, hmm. it was indie at, st- at the start um, and I played that for a long time and then uh, about a year ago I got back into Nintendo because I heard all these NX rumors and I'm like, oh well, you know, this sounds like it's way better than that that uh Wii and Wii U, which I had no clue what that was. I was just like, oh, motion controls? I don't want to do motion controls. That sounds dumb. If I wanted to exercise, I'd go outside. So I didn't ever bother with those guys. And you can hate me later for that, because I'm I'm sure I missed a lot of really good games. Um but then I decided to uh get back into it with a, a 3DS. And then after the 3DS, um I mostly just kind of started picking up all my old Zelda games. And then when I got all my old Zelda games, that's when uh, I, I just bought all in to um, to the Switch. I got Zelda, and, and now, yeah, my 3DS is literally just an Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, Zelda, Zelda 2. That's all it's good for. Except for Metroid. So that's that's about as short as I can get it. <laughs> hey, awesome, man. That's great. That's great. We're going to we're going to jump right into uh, our pickups for this week. What? Uh, hey, what'd you pick up this week or Eric or zero or well, I don't know what? Whatever, whatever. You know, you can call me like not my Trump. Or what something. I don't what know, did whatever. you say? You said uh, you said hate zero. And I was like, you're like a cola, bro. Like you remind me. No, of it's a like, soda. you know, it's like hate zero. The hero, you know, that's the that's oh, the one. Right. <laughs> it's from Deltron. You'll you'll get there. Uh I picked up Retro City Rampage um based on last week's show and uh I was pleasantly surprised and uh irritated by some of their stolen references. It was comical. I recommend it to anyone who wants a quirky laugh. And then I picked up Sonic Mania this morning. And I put very little time in it, but uh, the couple rounds I played were exactly Sonic as you would expect it to be. Yeah, it's a really good game. I'm so pleased with it. For sure. Logan, is that all you picked up as well? I Yeah, no, I've been... Oh, man, Splatoon has just been eating away at, at every hour that I'm not working, sleeping, sometimes eating. Yeah, sometimes eating. Uh, but yeah, I picked up Sonic and I played a little bit today and then I watched a couple streams and, uh, 
I can't wait to get get deep into this. It, it feels so good to play like a, a a solid Sonic game again. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, I'm. I've that's pretty much all I picked up too. I think I'm gonna get the troll and I, but from everything I've seen, it's just a it's a garbage truck on fire. So I don't think I'll even open it. It'll just go right into the collection. So you're getting that for the the long day in the future where that's a landfill game. Is that the goal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Well, plan ahead. It'll be one of those games that there's not very many printed, more than likely. So it'll be worth a small fortune in 30 years when I'm not even here anymore. So <laughs> you know, it's cool. I'm thinking ahead. Um. Yeah. Hey, tell me a little bit more about Retro City, man. Like what? Uh, like, did you did you get much time with it, or? Uh, I didn't put a lot of time into it, so I made it. Uh similar to where you went i don't i don't know about spoilers but you know i've seen a few references i too have fought the ninja turtles uh, they don't call them that but you know um the first part is stolen directly out of uh, uh batman what was it the dark knight i guess so it's stolen right out of the dark knight so you're you know robbing a bank and with the jester um but it's classic, and uh, I I kind of toyed around with some of the. You can like turn it into a retro CRT for your screen, or you can like change all the colors. You can go monochrome. You can make the game look even more ridiculous than it was intended. Yeah, I messed around with it a little bit too. Like the screens were they were they were they were interesting. I think I looked at all of them and I was like, okay, that was fun. I'm done with that now. Let's let's move along. <laughs> yeah, so, it's it's a novelty for sure. Um, so I've been listening, like I mentioned earlier, I've been listening to Console Wars. They've been talking about uh, Sonic a ton, and uh, Sonic Tuesday is kind of a big thing in the book right now because the uh, you know they 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 that's what they called it back when they released Sonic Two. It was Sonic Tuesday. It was a real big deal for Sega, and um, and here we are on a Tuesday with another Sonic game coming out. So it was, I was like, oh, I've got to get this now. So. Um, I love the look and f- and the feel of it. You know, I think I heard somebody say like I, I in the chat yesterday, like how I don't know if I can play with the analog stick instead of a D pad. You know, it's just gonna it's gonna be a little little strange, but didn't feel out of place at all. I one of the coolest things about Sonic games from back in the day is you could you could speed run and just blaze through the level, or you could. Uh, take your time and explore and find secrets and find different little treasures and that kind of stuff. And this is, this is just like, like I like starting it up and, and I, I played it handheld, but like it, it seriously like took me back to, I had a buddy who we'd, I'd always play Sega with. And it just like, it took me back to the, to, to his room as a little kid, like seeing Sonic for the first time. And and it, they they just did an excellent job. Like so, playing Sonic and Sonic Two, I have very very fond memories of that. And then the other thing that's a ton of fun to do with Sonic, and I, I haven't, I don't know if this one's going to be able to do it, but like 
my buddy and I, when we were working, we would do time trials on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, we would just pick one level and try to run through it as fast as we can. And we would just pass the controller back and forth. I'm like, dude, I knocked four seconds off. He's like, shut up. How'd you do it? Like, And so that kind of stuff with Sonic games is, is really fun. I don't know if that's going to be in this one, if they're going to, if they have anything like that or not. But um, so far, everything I've played, I think I played through the first world. And you just keep moving through this game. You don't stop yeah. like, you you beat a level and then it does that cool thing that the old Sonic games used to do where it like does like a third person where you've got to run around and chase something de- yeah, depending on how you finish the level or whatever the case may be. Uh, this they they did a great job and we're gonna we're gonna get into it more um, as one of our talking points. But man, it's uh, when would the appropriate time for the salt be? Oh, you're salty about I, this game. I think. I, I have a complaint, and I think they'll patch it soon. I think they'll patch it I soon. I haven't even run into anything yeah, I haven't yet. Run into anything have either. you have you tried hitting the home button when you played the game at all? No. Is it because if you do that, there's an extreme lag. I hit the home, held the home oh, yeah. down, hit sleep. It took ten seconds of nothing on the screen indicating it's working before it would go to sleep. So. I actually, I, I don't know if this is a bug or not, but I feel like I'm going so fast in Sonic that I'm hitting the button and the button is reacting in real time. But because I've been going so fast in this game, it just feels super slow, like that scene in the X-Men where Quicksilver's just running and everything's just kind of like moseying on by. Hmm. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I, I imagine at some point I'll get used to it. Yeah, maybe. More than likely. The thing I'm most surprised with is that the Switch has blast processing. That's what's the most surprising to me. Yeah, like, I didn't think Nintendo could have blast processing. I, you know, I didn't I didn't either. <laughs> Read Console Wars, you guys will know what a joke that is. So uh, Oh man. Oh man. So let's uh let's hit up the news. We'll dig a little deeper into Sonic Mania. And we got some other uh some other talking points. So uh hey, go ahead and hit us with the first First little bit of news there. Yeah, so uh, this is going to make me salty again. Um, but EA is tra- determining the level of support they're going to give the Switch based off of how well FIFA does. Have you guys heard that? Do you have strong yeah. opinions of this? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it definitely doesn't feel good. It feels like if they want to commit to to the system, they should just commit to the system i mean they come out with these franchise games every single year with updated rosters i'm surprised they haven't gone to a service-based system for this yet they're still selling like boxed copies so it's it's one of those things like ea i mean they they should see by now the writings on the wall other companies have already jumped on it like the switch is going to do really well it's it's already doing way better than the wii u was People are going to want their games. They just shouldn't have to buy FIFA to get Madden. Like that, that shouldn't right. be how it goes. Yeah, and it's frustrating because if if you most FIFA players, and this is maybe not true, but it's true in my mind, most FIFA players play on PlayStation. That's historically what I've seen, and this is the switch is not going to change these people over to. Uh, play FIFA on the Switch, so it's just, you're you're setting the system up for failure. And I was trying to talk through Squirtle as hard as possible. I was trying to ignore it and focus, 
but I just I can't do, I can't do Trump on the show, but he can bring Squirtle. Like, come on, what what Squirtle? What are you talking about? We don't need it. We're not gonna have Squirtle. There's no Squirtle. The yes. There's no okay. Squirtle. On what the show. is happening? Let's <laughs> bring it back here. Um, I mean, FIFA's one of EA's top selling games every year. Like, sure. I think it sell it sells better than Madden, from my understanding. Like, yeah, because it's World. Yeah, and so, I mean, I. I don't know. I don't. I don't blame them for this, right? Well, I mean, why not test with Battlefront instead of FIFA? If you're going to give us a a test, give us Battlefront too. Well, that's I, I would that's a whole other that. that's a whole other development cycle. I, mean, I don't even know if they could port that game because the Switch isn't strong enough. You know, so it would be a whole different. Uh, yeah, and and maybe they have to do that with FIFA. I don't know. I don't know what what fifa is exactly as far as is it a 360 the, version the of the game? game no but you know what i'm saying like i don't know if they're Football. taking old assets and reusing them or and I my understanding is it is a full-fledged fifa game same as you'll get on any console is what ea is saying now obviously graphically it's not going to quite be as good um as the ps4 and xbox and i don't know if that gets released on pc but it's supposed to have every feature that those have. So it's not a not a nerfed game, so to say. The problem that I have with this is not so much that they're trying to test the waters with their with their you know, one of their biggest IPs, is is that there's nothing that they're showing that really really kind of sells it for the system. I mean, every other publisher has said, Yeah, we're gonna support double Joy-Con play, you know, like couch co-op. They haven't said anything as far as I can see that suggests that, you know, people are going to be able to play with two Joy-Cons. So what's, I mean, you know, I understand that people want this on the Switch because it'll be portable, but I mean, if they're not going to, if they're not going to at least work with Nintendo to try and make this a, a, a game that's going to be fun for everyone, the way that some of the NA or NBA games have been kind of shown as in their advertising, then yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to wait to see, you know, when they're really going to commit. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, look, Capcom did the same thing with Street Fighter, and when Street Fighter sold half a million copies, they were like, "Okay, here's Resident Evil," right? I mean, that's 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 what they did. I don't know if FIFA's the best choice. You, I mean, I kind of agree with you guys. I'm not sure that that's the 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 best choice, but it is a very popular title, so it's it's kind of a wait and see scenario. It's not. I I don't like. I mean, I played like Mario soccer, like, so what is it? Strikers or whatever like that. That's, that's mm. kind of fun. Or the, even on the DS, I have a, I have a soccer game, but, um, but it's Mario, right. It's part of that sports pack. So right. um, FIFA's not a game I'm rushing out to buy. So Kirby geek says it's the best choice for Europe. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, it, it it is the best choice for Europe, but the problem I have with it is they're putting supposedly their biggest title, right? So now if it doesn't meet their expectations for whatever reason, because people have already decided to buy on the system their friends have, they're they're setting it up for failure. It's only going to disappoint EA. Well, we're, we're also kind of talking in an echo chamber right now. I mean, none of us are looking to get it, but that's a lot of the a lot of the reason for that is because, uh, you know, America just isn't into um, into. Oh, like, don't get me wrong. I, I'll buy it. Well, I mean, if but it, I mean, our. Are we the biggest market for them, or are they yeah. looking to see like what EA is going to do internationally and then base it off of that? Yeah. 
Yeah. And, but here's, I mean, here's the thing that surprises me is like, um, my son who is like basically only plays call of duty and a little bit of Minecraft is like, Oh, FIFA's so fun. I'm like, what? <laughs> really? You know, like, and I have some other, some other friends and stuff too that mainly play shooters, but I'm like, I'm like, Oh, you want to play Madden? They're like, Oh, do you have FIFA? I'm like, no, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I, who knows? It may be like a it may be like a like a bestseller on the Switch for all we know. Just because it's not necessarily our cup of tea, like yeah. I, I this game does really well, so it has to it has to. Uh, you may not have a lot of people that talk about playing it, but I think there's a lot a lot more people that play it than what we may realize. So you know, agreed. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, at the end of the day, hopefully it just works out and we get EA titles on the um. Uh, on the switch. I mean, especially if there's some, I mean, come on, like a mass effect trilogy on the switch. I'd be down. I think yeah. that's the dream. I mean, not necessarily mass effect, but all the third party games. Yeah. And, and mass effect. <laughs> so what, what else we got for news? Uh, uh zero hater. Hate zero. The hero. Eric, can we just call him Eric. H- what do we H-Z? got? You can call me whatever. It's with a it's zero fine. with an X it's though, fine. so I'm I'm still yeah, confused. Zero. Whatever. You'll figure it out, old man. A few X. retailers have been getting shipments of switches this week. I personally and multiple people I've talked to have seen them on shelves in stores. Does this mean the shortage is slowly coming to an end and we can finally start getting systems in people's hands? Oh, I hope not. What do you think, Logan? I I actually don't think this is I think they're the they're just coming in big shipments and that, you know, once they get on shelves, I've I still have only been to a few stores that have gotten them in. Um, but every time I go back, you know, like a couple of days later to check on amiibo shipments and stuff, they're always gone. So I mean they're coming in and they're selling. It's just, you know, we're getting lucky and happening to see one and since we aren't looking for one, you know, we're not buying it right then and there. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm happy. I, I'm happy to see, see them getting in stores. Uh, hopefully this will help out with the, the Christmas and people won't be mad at Nintendo come the holiday season when it's even harder to get a hold of them. Uh, maybe they're, they're smart and they're picking them up early. I saw five at a store just sitting on the shelf. That was uh, pretty crazy. I've seen one before in the wild. So, yeah, I've yeah. seen quite a few as well. And I mean, I feel like this is almost kind of a def- a defining point for the system because we the the Wii U quickly sold like almost 5 million units. And then after that, it was a slow trickle. And so, we know the Nintendo hardcore are out there. I want to see us get I want to see the Switch get to like the 6 or 7 million point like relatively fast so that it's like because that's going to be some kind of red flags for me going you know like well something to to think about is they released in march so they haven't been through a proper holiday season yet oh absolutely so i i don't i think their numbers that they've hit for being a march console launch is pretty remarkable so far i mean the fact that like the fact that they they started in March and they kept selling them 
they they weren't on the shelves during E3. And that's usually when everyone's kind of holding off to wait and see, like, you know, is there going to be a next gen announcement like the Xbox and and they're going to wait until that system and stuff. But, you know, if they're not on shelves. They they pop up in there once in a while. I think this is still a really good sign. I still think it's going to be way bigger than the Wii U was. And I don't want to sound like a like, you know, like Chicken Little, the sky's falling, anything like that, you know. Here's the here's some of the 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 proof that this system's doing better than the Wii U is um teenagers want to play this game. My son or want to play this system. My son bought his own and anytime he shows it to his friends, they all want one. Like he's already telling me like, "Yeah, all my friends are asking for a Switch for Christmas, you know." Well, they all played the Wii U. They you know, they've a lot of them probably played our Wii U or whatever, but they're like, "Yeah, whatever. It it's cool. I'll come." I'll come play it at your place, but I'll stick with my Xbox. Like, and, and, and really, you know, so cool. Nintendo's sold to, to us, to this demographic of, you know, 30, 30 year old males, 35 year old males, whatever. But, <laughs> but the, it really is going to be these younger gener like are the younger generations going to get into this thing? Cause that's, that's what happens. They, they have to, they have to market this thing to, um, to, to, to all generations. And so, well, I haven't seen anyone that hasn't been impressed by the system. And I've got a 12 year old nephew in law that, um, I went and visited, uh, when I was on vacation this last week and he had never, he had never, he had played in the Wii U like Splatoon and stuff, but he had never played the Zelda. He'd never gotten to play, um, the, the Mario Kart 8 on there and stuff. And, he got a hold of this thing and he he did not want to let go for the next five hours. Like we were at a restaurant, he was playing Splatoon. He found out about uh, Zelda and wanted to start Zelda. So I start him, started him on a new account. And then, uh, you know, next thing I know, like dinner's done. We've all been sitting around chatting on the, at the table and it's time to go home. And he wants me to come over to his place so that we can hook it up on his big screen. And I'm, I'm guaranteed that, you know, there, it's not going to be long before I'm getting phone calls about, you know, like what's, what's this thing called for my, for my son so that I can get him the, the right game and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't doubt it at all. So, um, the last thing that I want to talk about guys is I wrote a quick article up about, uh, uh on the loot cave.com basically Sony says the fact that Nintendo is back is good for gaming. And so I was kind of surprised to see this, but I mean, I, I like it. I like it. What, what was your guys' initial reaction when you saw, when you saw what was, uh, what was going on with Sony and their, uh, their reaction to the switch and everything? Well, I had two reactions. The first one was, wow, this article is really well written. Who wrote this? And then I saw it was Josh. <laughs> so don't sleep on on Josh. He can he can pump out some good articles. Give it a chance. Go over to the Loot Cave and watch it. But anyways, uh, no, I think it makes total sense because Sony's not threatened by Nintendo. Nintendo's not coming to take the PS4 down. They're trying to nestle up next to it and be the ultimate complement to the Xbox or to the PS4. Because you know you're a kid, you can get one or the other, right? You get either a PS4 or an Xbox, and they do mostly the same things. But then now you're like, well, I have my PS4. I kind of want this Switch thing, which is completely different. It's kind of a handheld, kind of a console, but it's got Zelda. 
and Mario and all these other cool things. I want that too. And the other thing is Nintendo's not afraid to push boundaries. I mean, they did it with the 64. Um, they did it with the Wii, for better or for worse. Um, and I think that's good for the industry. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited by this. The fact that other other companies, competitors, essentially are are happy to see the competition. I think right now that that Sony's been on top for a while, and they're interested to see where Nintendo's going to go with this because Nintendo's always been the innovator. They've they've always been the ones that are willing to to stretch their neck out to make a weird thing to see, you know, like how well it'll do. And then Sony comes right back with you know their their Move controller or their Vita. And they try and compete in the markets um, where Nintendo's playing and realize, you know, Nintendo's got the better IPs and typically the more interesting, more reliable hardware. And uh, I just think that that Sony always tends to look to Nintendo when they're ready to see, like, where's gaming going to go? And I think now that we see with the Switch, it's it's going to be portable. It's going to be home and portable that uh, Sony's going to take some big lessons from this and see, like, you know, this is where chips are going this is how people want to play and it's possible now with technology so i'm happy yeah it's so crazy reading the console wars and like the just like everything was so cutthroat and like sega's goal was to take nintendo down like that's all they wanted to do was to to dethrone nintendo right and then the the stuff that happened with nintendo and sony like i'm surprised that you know there's actually like they're cordial, you know, because there was some serious bad blood back in the day. But now, like, you know, Xbox, Sony, Nintendo, they all kind of just they like like they congratulate each other when the system comes out because I think they know as much as uh, um, as much as we do that when they when there's three of them that are that are competing it's good for us because they're they want to be innovating they want to be putting out the best possible product they can be and uh you know like hate said leave it leave it to nintendo just to kind of keep it weird (laughs) and uh you know just kind of just kind of mix things up so um let's get into these talking points boys sonic mania logan you uh you brought this up so uh hit us oh yeah so uh i'm i'm actually i'm really excited for for sonic mania just because um for one it's sonic tuesday and it was the first international like release date for a game ever like that was they they were like hey you know these games used to just come in on the ships and they would pop up in stores like switches are now and people never really knew like when to expect it and sonic tuesday was like the first first one that I remember from the book saying that I was like, Hey, you know, this is, this is everywhere. This is how you're going to get Sonic two. And, um, I like Sonic mini because it really is kind of like a, a throwback to that. And I was watching, um, uh, Lloyd and, and Cara from, um, another podcast that they, that, that they do, uh, over at, at res TV. And they, they were, um, kind of streaming some of the later levels and showing like, it's not just like a basic Sonic game with, you know, Robotnik and stuff and Eggman and fighting, you know, robots. It's actually like a bunch of other of their games, like, um, uh, the, the Mr. Beans, uh, machine and, and, um, uh, just a, a bunch of new bosses that I've been seeing. And the thing that I love about this is that it wasn't, it wasn't really Sega that came 
from this. It was actually like a couple different companies that came together. Um, Christian Whitehead was a guy that that had kind of on his own decided to start porting uh, Sega games to like the iPhone. Like he's like, oh, I'm just going to build an engine and kind of take these classic games and I'm going to port them over to my iPhone because that's where I want to play them because there's no Sega hardware that can emulate these things really well. And uh, Sega originally was just like, yeah, no, that's that's not okay. That's kind of illegal. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of illegal, but I'm also really good. And they're like, hmm, he's actually pretty good. So they actually hired him to work with. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny too. I love it. So he um, he got hired on, and then they hired on a uh, uh, Pagoda West, which is a um, a couple of guys that were working on the Sonic Two. Uh, HD remake for the PlayStation, um, and they had been working on level design and and uh, you know sprite sounds and, and programming, and those guys came together, Head Cannon and Pagoda West, and they made this Sonic Mania to really kind of just like emphasize like what a what a classic Sega Sonic game really is, and it's so it's so great to see these things because I'm starting to notice it with other companies too, like um, and, and I'm not sure how much we'll get into it, but the uh, the Metroid game that um, is coming out uh, was you know there was a, a, a Metroid Two remake that was out there another Metroid Two remake and that guy um, just you know he was tired of not having a Metroid game to play that was like the Super Nintendo Metroid so he just decided to make his his own version of that game and uh, Nintendo came out and they shut it down as they should with all of their IP they got to protect it. Uh, which I understand, um, but he's actually been hired on uh, as well, and that his 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 remake was so perfect that the um, the the developers, uh, the guys over at at the Ori and the Will of the Wisps, um, they made the the Ori games. They they've pretty much hired this lead lead developer now to come and and work on their. Uh, work on their games over at Moon Studios um, to help out because they they see the potential. So I'm starting to notice that uh, a lot of really talented people are taking existing IPs and kind of making their own games or or redoing these older games. And it's it's getting noticed. It's getting publicity, which you know it's good that they're getting their name out there and it's and it's not so good that they're using um ip that's that's you know it's copyrighted but it's nice to see that you know they're getting shut down for legal purposes but other people are trying to like you know say like hey you know you did a really good thing we see the potential um would you like to come work for us and i think that's great and i'm looking forward to seeing more of that happen yeah it'll New content, whether you've created it from making old content again, is is always good. Especially in a time where we're we're in a drought for really good retro games. Um, you know, especially with the Switch, we're just not we're not getting the information about virtual console that we want. And I'm sure there's tons of guys out there uh, or people in general that have the Wii and the Wii U and the 3DS that have like virtual console games and they don't want to rebuy these games. But, you know, for everyone else, it's like, let's go hunt down NES classics through GameStop or wait for pre-order announcements for the SNES mini. It'll, it'll happen. We, we could probably talk an entire show about the virtual console or lack of, 
Yeah, it'll definitely be something we we hit in the in the near uh, near future. But uh, for sure, it, it it's funny because it reminds me of these these uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. It's like catch me if you can or whatever, right? Back in the day, like you know, yeah. you get you have all these hackers that end up getting hired because they've they've hacked into something they shouldn't and they need to actually help <laughs> help stop. Oh yeah, you know, and it's 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 pretty cool that you see you see these people that are that are just you know they're passionate about something they're creating something they love, and what what ends up being like a a bummer like when that that Metroid game got shut down then he ends up getting hired by another studio, right? Or, or even with this Sonic thing. And I mean, look, this Sonic, uh, the, this Sonic game is, is, is awesome. And we haven't really had an awesome Sonic game since the Sega days, right? I mean, there's some of the ones on the Game yeah. Boy and stuff, like I said, were fun, but like, this feels like the game we were playing back in the nineties. And it's just simple, like one button. Right, like just jump and move. That's that's pretty much it. So, oh, there's there they even map two buttons on the switch just to make sure if you weren't sure which button to press. There's two jump buttons just for the all, sake of all four of, of them. All four of them. Yeah, all I four of even... them jump, so you can hit whichever one you feel like. <laughs> so. I found one and I was happy, and then I found out the other one, and I was just like, oh, well, that's that's double the <laughs> double the jump, double the fun. Yeah, that's convenient. But four. That's convenient. So. uh Hey, you brought a question up here too. It says, how can Nintendo bridge the gap with this console generation? Yes. So uh, I'm looking for either of you or both of you. So the main question is coming out late. They're what, two, three years behind in this console generation. If you call them generations anymore, is there anything they can do without answering third party support? Cause that's obvious. Um, to bridge that gap and then follow on is what can they do to make this console more successful than the Wii U or previous Nintendos? I mean, I think, I think they have to do what they're doing. They, they, this is the first system we saw marketed uh, at all. We saw Super Bowl ads. We, we see billboards, you know, we see just kind of this, just marketing period where the the wii u was like is this a peripheral that's going to be an add-on nobody knew what it was right they didn't inform the the consumer at all they've been very clear on what the switch is right you hear that you hear that sound you hear that snap and you know (laughs) you you know that oh that's the that's the switch right um this is the system that you can pull out and walk your dog while you're holding it. Like, I don't recommend that by the way. Like if your dog <laughs> decides to go for a run while you're holding don't, your switch, don't walk your dog. No, just not, play the switch. Don't not, walk the dog. Not a good idea, but it's, they've created something that, you know, when we first all, when I remember we, we were watching it, we, we were all in my stream and we were like, Hey, there's no gimmicks. There's no gimmicks. Then they showed one, two switch. And we were like, Oh no, there's, a there's the gimmick. And then we saw arms and we're like, <laughs> Oh, there's the gimmick, you know, like, but the crazy thing is, is they've stuck with it. They've stuck with yeah. the gimmick. And in this system, it works one, two switch, love it or hate it. It's still pretty fun party game. And it's like the HD rumble and stuff in that game is crazy. So, you know, arms, played without the controller like just using it to to like to actually swing using the motion controls they did an excellent job they did an excellent job like to the point that i mean 
I wouldn't even mind seeing Punch Out like with a with a similar control scheme. Or oh, something. it'd be it'd be awesome. Fight Night, Punch Out, something like that. I I think it would kill on this system. Yeah, and they've just they've they've really they've really nailed it. And so I'm 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 I I think that's that's a big part of it, you know. And uh, you know, you put something here, you know, something deeper than third party support. And I mean, it it, it is it does need to be more than that. But I mean. We've already seen with Capcom, Street Fighter did well, so they're re-releasing uh, Resident Evil. Uh, I can't remember. Is Revelations. 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 There you go. Yeah, one and two. Yeah, and so that was you know initially I think it was just coming to PS4 and Xbox, and they're like, oh, it did like Street Fighter did well. It's going to the Switch too. So now we're seeing the Switch is competing with the other with the big boys even though it's it's not necessarily a a ps4 killer or a you know an xbox one killer whatever all of a sudden here here, uh here here we go like we're seeing it and and so that's a good thing oh great i i would actually say that nintendo doesn't need to to try and bridge the gap between the generation uh with all of their their games so far they're locking in the 60 frames per second which is generally the best thing most of their ip is stylized so you know resolution's important but quality of realism for their for their graphics isn't a a huge issue you know we're always going to look at mario and understand he's a little he's a little you know round He, he doesn't need to be super you know i don't need to see the 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 five o'clock shadow for me to understand it's it's mario so with i think with you know chips getting better faster um running more efficiently where they're not needing to to have like big fans i'm sure that we'll get better iterations of the switch uh as time goes on so i don't think that they necessarily need to compete on that level i think what they need to do is keep these little mini one month big hit games coming for the next year um we know it's coming out up until december um they're doing that um that hour-long thing at i think it's pax west they have an yep. hour-long thing going on and we have no clue what they're going to talk about but i'm i'm really hoping that they might let on a little bit more about uh yoshi that they might let on a little bit more about some of their games coming out next year to kind of let us know like hey this is we still got stuff down i'm calling it i'm calling it right now it's smash and animal crossing that's something i would would love that i think it's going to be a little bit more of mario and we might see some stuff on um we'll probably see some more stuff i would love to see pikmin 4 and animal crossing i could hold off on switch with with Splatoon out right now if it isn't any of those you can hit me up on twitter at n64 josh (laughs) i will take all complaints there I thought he was finally going to announce his Twitter. Oh my <laughs> gosh, this guy, this guy. Yeah, I mean, look, Nintendo can go. I mean, they can go and and pull up more of the uh, the Wii U ports. What are we going to get with Smash? It's going to have new characters. It's going to be like the Pokemon thing, more than likely. I mean, more than likely that'll 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 end up being the case. What I want though, yeah. and like to, is I want to see, and I've said it on here like the last two, three weeks, I want to see Metroid be the game that people are clambering to play, right? That like, it's actually an excellent shooter. That's not, not just this adventure game, but like something that could be competitive. And does Metroid need to be rated M? No, no, yes. 
Yes. See, and I knew that would get a different answer because I, you hear, I think it could be great it, as a rated M title. I, I think giving it the M rating is giving us an opportunity to explore, um, explore a story or at least a, a genre that, that Nintendo doesn't really branch into. And then I'm not saying it needs to be like M forever, uh, but at least giving them the opportunity to like, when I think of, of an, a rated M, M Metroid, I hope for like a Deadpool movie. Like we had PG-13 superhero movies forever. Deadpool came out. It was for adults, but man, that was such a good movie. And I, that's what I would hope for with a rated M Metroid Prime. That's what I would, uh, I would expect to see something that's going to really push the limits on an emotional level. While still retaining the, the the IP that we love, still getting Samus. Well, I mean, who who loves Metroid? It's it's not the fourteen year olds typically, right? I mean, Nobody do they even know what be. Metroid? Okay, but they love Call of Duty, and what's Call of Duty rated? They love Battlefront and Battlefield. And Josh, you were you were saying that right now the hardcore uh, Nintendo fans are us thirty five year olds, you know, uh, bald, bald spots and all. We're we're the current hardcore demographic. We're the ones that grew up with it the longest. And uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that uh, if NVC is any anything to um, to to has a have as like a basis. Metroid is an adult franchise. Um, it, it's a it's a, a plus eighteen franchise that is ready and waiting for something that's going to really just you know make us amazed. It's going to make that great console experience and make it on the go. And and I'm I'm more than willing to accept that it's going to be a rated M, and parents are going to buy it for their kids anyway, uh, with a couple minor exceptions. Yeah, to me, it just would seem out of place. Because, I mean, what, are they going to add a bunch of profanity? What's going to really make it rated M? You know what I mean? It's like usually it's a game that there's hardly any dialogue. More, more explosions, more, more, <laughs> more guns. You know, I. I are you talking about that was like, just a talking point? But, yeah. Well, you know, it's not even so much that it's like you know what what do they have to put in to make it rated M? It's it's giving them like room to breathe, basically. Instead of saying no, it has to be rated, uh, you know, T for Teen. Um, it can't stretch past that, and and just get away from the limitations of what a T for Teen rating would have on it, and give it the opportunity to do anything they want with an M rating, even if it doesn't utilize all of the explicit stuff. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, and if it, I mean, look, if it like really was edgy or whatever, like that could be a that could be a selling point for the game. Don't get me wrong, but it it uh, I don't it just would see. I would I would rather see them go to something like Eternal Darkness two or something like that to like get into a get into a different even a new IP that that maybe has more adult themes and that kind of stuff, but. I I just think for me I don't uh, I don't know I I what I want to see I mean look I've been playing Destiny forever it's rated T like I don't even notice that it's missing like blood and that kind of stuff which I mean look go back to Halo One there's a little bit of blood splatter and the Marines have a little bit of language but the game really didn't even it, it didn't even need an M rating if you think about some of the games that have the M rating today right, right. but the game is still Halo is a blast 
right? I for me, I just want to see Metroid get the gameplay nailed down. I want them to have that that bungee magic of thirty seconds of fun. Would you say you want them to make Metroid great again? Oh my gosh! I'm just Here we go. this question. That, that might be. It's what, what it's I'm like saying. he's just he's just like trying to poke you. I'm just know. wondering. He's, he's, he's like, just like, do you want trying to, to wake the bear again? <laughs> we got so. to make Metroid great again. That's the goal. Oh my gosh! For those of you that just listen, the way he puts his hands out, it just makes me want to punch him so hard. Like that—that—that's—that's that's it. Like I mean, it's friend, a friendly punch, but it yeah, hey, it, it happens. I saw you with the platypus earlier. That's right. I know what you're capable of. There we go. There we go. Well, guys, let's uh, let's do this giveaway here. I'm going to attempt do to do it with Nightbot. So anybody that's in here, it's in the chat. Real quick, just type one because it makes you look like a more active user. And so just everybody just type something in the chat real quick. Just type one. Um, type type the name of the person who you think is the best caster on the show. Actually, here we Ooh, go. That's a dangerous game. Yeah, just type, <laughs> just type one. Who's your favorite, who's your favorite kid? I've been voted <laughs> off the island. Everybody just type one that you want to be entered here. So we're going to con types of zero. It still enters you, you goofball. So, okay. Here we go. We're gonna, Drummer's got a double entry. Right. He's, he's no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't enter more than once. Everybody's gonna, good. Gonna give them a couple seconds. We can talk about retro stuff and come back to it. Did it already pull those? So anyone who's like walked away from their PC. Um. It might. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to. I'm just gonna hit it real quick so that everybody's entered that's in here. So here we go. I'm just gonna hit roll it. Let's see what happens because I've never done this with Nightbot before, so it's my first time. Here we go. Don't let us down, Nightbot. Okay. Ken so Z. Is, is Ken's in here? Is he here? He is. He, he was the third one to enter. Okay. Wow. Well, he was quick. There you go. Ken's, you are our winner. Um, you have won the golden ticket. Go ahead and whisper me, and I will whisper you the $20 code so that you can download Sonic Mania. Congrats, man. And technically, you could download whatever you want, but if you don't get Sonic with it, you, we'll find questions? you. We will find you. <laughs> the, in, the intent is Sonic. Get Sonic. <laughs> Congrats, Ken's. Let's get some hype in the chat, guys, for Ken's. Um, hey, what's the last question? What do we What do we got for our little uh, retro retro corner tonight? Well, we don't have a lot, but we've got a question. So we will start with Logan. What is your one first-party Nintendo game to rule them all? If you had to choose one, going back, what is it? Oh, man. Uh, the one that would be the best. Um, your best. It could be a terrible game. I mean, it could be E.T. or something. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, Just, so what I, is your game? I could potentially pick the boy in his blob. Okay, hey, so that's good I like to know. That game. That's good. <laughs> you feed the licorice, it turns into a, uh, a bubble, turns into we, a ladder. We don't have to. We don't have to talk about what he turns into. It's okay. okay. Right. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I would have to say that uh, Super Mario Brothers Three is is by far it's the it's the second tattoo I ever got of Mario and his raccoon tail flying through the sky. Yeah, uh, that game personifies what super mario is it was at the top of its game it warranted its own movie california 
and uh it's just one of those ones that that you can pick up and play anytime and have have a ball with tons of replayability Mm -hmm. josh what about you what is the one the one doesn't have to be the best game you got what more is, time to think what about What is this your too. game? Yeah, nah, one, he just looked at the show notes. The one game. <laughs> the one first party Nintendo game to rule them all. I mean, yeah. even in following with the, the theme of the question, I think I'd have to go with Zelda. Well, okay. I need a specific. So, very first Zelda. Which- which Zelda though? Oh, that's the, I, I that's think, the tough one. Oh, Single gosh. game. Single game, not series. Yeah. Uh that would be a that would be a toss up between uh, Ocarina and Link to the Past, I think. That would that, that would that would I'm gonna say he's gonna have to narrow it down. Yeah. I agree. Pick one or the other. Oh my goodness, you guys. We can't have you flip flopping. Yeah. This isn't pancakes and waffles. This isn't ketchup and mayo. This isn't gotta... Birkenstocks with stocks. Yeah, socks, let's not let's, socks. I, I think <laughs> I think Ocarina. Ooh, excellent choice. Yeah, a good choice. Excellent choice. Yeah, how about I don't you? Uh, mine is also zero, Ocarina of Time. Eight zero, <laughs> the hero. Mine is also Ocarina of Time. Um, it's the one game that sells systems for me like i can replay it and buy it again and replay it and buy it again and when they launch it on the switch i'm gonna buy it again i just love the game i'll play it forever that is a really good game that that definitely that changed how i felt about most quality of games like the story in that had it was so riveting to me that i really I can't think of of any game that that's that really made me understand like what a what like a story in a game should be. So drummer said uh, Last of Us in the chat, and if if we were going non Nintendo, I would have to agree with them. Last of Us is got the best storytelling I've ever seen in a video game. Is that but a Nintendo game? It should be. It yeah, should be. Go, go ahead, Naughty Dog, bring your stuff to Nintendo. I'll allow it. That should be a Nintendo. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, but then it'll be like rated teen, and it's just not the same. Uh, no, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. The storytelling was that was one of the first games that had just that depth to the story that I can remember, or at least that's the first one that hooked me. Yeah, definitely. It it was one where you felt directly involved in in the success of saving the world. Um, the whole time thing really kind of throws it for a loop too. You get little link and you get big link and it's, it's just, it was such a satisfying feeling to, to finally get to the temple of time and pull the master sword and, you know, wake up seven years later and your adult link and the whole world changes as a result. You're, you're bigger. Spoilers. Destinot still hasn't played it. <laughs> he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't spoilers. finished it. <laughs> no, he has not played it. He, he hasn't, hasn't. He hasn't not finished it. He has not played it. Well, I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but I know there's wolves and uh, dragons. 
So right, everyone in there's the chat, some context. If you see Destinot, boo that man. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> boo him until he plays Ocarina of Time. Oh, that is not a request. It is a demand. Okay. <laughs> You guys are crazy, absolutely crazy. All right, well, hey, let's put a let's put a bow on this thing. Uh, Logan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash capt logan c a p t underscore l o g u n because I'm weird, and same capt underscore logan at Twitter. Uh, I do a couple art- articles once in a while for the Nintendo Powercast over at the Loot Cave, so. Um, if you have questions or if you're if you're interested, hit me up there. Um, I love having good discussions as well as Discord. I'm I'm always trolling Discord and uh, streams whenever I can. Indeed. Uh, zero hatron thirty zero eight eight zero <laughs> the hero. <laughs> you can find me on the Discord. I will be cementing a name soon and the twitter account will follow that name but i've got a special thing to say tune in next week and josh is gonna eat a toothbrush oh my gosh i don't know awesome. the, the cheesy jokes are what if you guys if you need <laughs> to leave a bad review please just put five stars and then just but tell don't me. do it before he eats the toothbrush next week live oh tuesday gosh. at eight ish p.m Oh man. Uh Sidewinder is asking why Destinot isn't on the Powercast anymore and he is taking a break from all podcasting right now. So uh a lot of it Kirk, yeah, Kirk. a lot of it is because of uh, uh playing Orcarina of Time. And it's the right. jokes that hate keeps telling is probably another reason. So um I'm not going to eat an electric toothbrush, Kirby Geek, but thank you for the suggestion. Regular oral B toothbrush. Oh not gosh. a sponsor. Kid size, yeah. Okay, well, I don't. What am I supposed to do now? Oh yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at n64josh. You guys, you're gonna find me on Twitch at n64josh. You're gonna find this show live at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when my computer works. And guess what? I have a PC coming very soon, so we won't be dealing with these technical difficulties much anymore. And if you're watching this on YouTube and none of our voices sync up with our mouths. Yeah, that's also going to be fixed by the PC. So everybody that hung out with us live, thank you so much. Um, Sidewinder, Drummer, Kirby, Andrew, Henny, Kens. uh, Let's see, anybody else that I'm missing? G.I. Jello, um, Sneaky Sniper, Alex Seltzertini was in there at one point. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for being here with us. Anybody that's just lurking tonight, we really appreciate you. Um, I do want to... Uh, say guys check out my Instagram I'm having a blast taking pictures of of Nintendo stuff so I'm kind of just grabbing stuff for my collection and just snapping pictures on a, on a daily basis and I'm having a lot of fun with that so um, check that out remember you can get yourself a free book from Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash NPC help support this show and you get yourself a free book so we really appreciate that and uh, you can find all of the show notes with the links to uh uh, all, uh, Captain Logan's Twitter and Twitch and all that stuff, as well as mine at thelootcave.com slash NPC32. So, yes. There you go. That's where we're at. Um, thank you so much. If you do have a second, can leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really, really appreciate it. We want to get this thing into the top 200. So sharing it with your friends and giving us reviews are the absolute, the two best things you can do. 
um, to, to help us uh, get more eyes and ears on what we're doing. So thanks again, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.